to Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Now in podcast form. I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And it's our spooktacular... Halloween spooktacular. Or, I mean, spooktacular Halloween special. No, it's also spooktacular. So spooktacular is both an adjective and a noun? It is. Okay, I'll accept that. Yeah, we are here at the uh, Multiversal Q Gardens, where we are preparing for our Halloween party. We've got all of our guests here. We have Oxy the Cat. Background traffic. Hello, Oxy. She's a bit tie-tie. Oh, who's a cute kitty? Oxy's a cute kitty. And, uh, yeah. So... Let's get our audio costumes on. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm uh, doing well, son. You're really going to do a Mayor Quimby voice the entire episode. I'm not Mayor Quimby, fool. Oh, you're John F. Kennedy from Clone High. Oh, you got it now, Bing Bong. <laughs> okay, this was a horrible idea. I also did not get to watch as much Brooklyn Nine-Nine as I had uh, hoped to to get a uh, Holt voice down. So, yeah. Let's oh, uh, supper. I uh, want a party platter. Oh, God. Clone High is wonderful. Um, yeah. This week we are going to be... <laughs> God. Oh. Sorry, people who were supposed to see me at a comic signing. I'm just going to stand and watch Clone High today. Uh, no, uh, this week we are covering Spider-Man Reign, the 2006 four-issue miniseries uh, by Kare Andrew with uh, Chris Eliopoulos on the letters. And uh, it takes place on Earth 7237. And this is pretty much Dark Knight Returns for uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, pretty much. Like, it, it's definitely an homage. And, like, there's a few points that are... Or at least there's one point that's a super explicit homage. So, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it. for me, the big thing was they keep cutting to all the uh, the newscasters. Oh, Yeah. Uh, Which is I, like classic Dark Knight Returns, even though I really didn't care for that part in the original. I hated the newscaster parts because they kept using the same image, and it looks like the redheaded news guy, Miller Jansen. You know, like Frank Miller and Klaus Jansen, creators of Dark Knight Returns. It looks like he's constantly having an orgasm on the news. Yeah. Because, yeah. Like, the art in this. It added nothing. Yeah, because it's a mix of, like, hand-drawn illustrations, but then the backgrounds are all, like, 3D-generated. Yeah. It it really... I, I don't care for the art in this. Like, it's stylistic, but it's not... A not in a good way. Anymore. Well, it's, it's just, like, a imperfect execution of it. It doesn't really add mood or anything beyond oh it's a dark dystopia so we start off with some 
kids spray painting where did you go on a wall when a group of rain enforcers find them, start catching them, and only two of the kids end up getting away. Bunch of no good hooligans. Meanwhile, at his uh, job at the flower shop, Peter Parker ends up getting fired because he ended up sending cream flowers instead of white flowers. His ass is fired because he's an old man. And when he walks out of the shop, one of the kids runs into him and he has a flashback to the night that Uncle Ben got killed when he could have stopped the thief who killed Uncle Ben. And the weird thing about, like, the rain enforcers is that they're supposed to look like the guy who kills Uncle Ben. But they oh, also... Oh, is that what they're supposed like, to look like? Yeah, they have, like, the same color costume. Oh. Like, in the flashbacks. But to me, it looks more like a wrecker. Yeah, the- that's who I thought it looked like. Which would have been so much better. But, uh... Yeah, no, this is a Spider-Man-centric tale. Well, the yeah, Wrecking Crew is a pretty Spider-Man-centric villain. They're more like Thor and the Avengers. Oh. See, whenever I first was introduced to them, they were Spider-Man villains. The, uh, kid ends up saying that his name is Ben, so Peter Parker remembers things more vividly. And then the kid says that his name is Ben Dover and take it. And Peter laughs because Peter likes jokes. And when he tries to stop them from beating up this kid, he ends up getting smashed. I couldn't tell if it was accidental or on purpose in the brawl. And uh, when they leave with the kid in tow, the only remaining person, a mysterious young girl, she asks Peter how he could let them do it. And then we get to the Dark Knight-esque news setup, which is the Daily Bugle Network, where in five days the mayor is supposed to unleash the web, which has two bees in it. And, like I mentioned, the newsman is named Miller Jansen like Frank Miller and Klaus Jansen, who did Dark Knight Returns. And the web is supposedly a laser-constructed power barrier, or like a laser-powered barrier, which raises questions. And meanwhile, it turns out that the mayor and his vice mayor, Sex, are having dinner with someone from the vault who we never actually find out who he is. He's just been left in a catatonic state. Yeah. Which is weird. And, like, I was checking on the wikia and someone thought that the guy's name was Pavlov because I guess whoever edited that page has no idea what a Pavlovian response is. Nice. Good on you, Marvel Wikia. Yep. Which is still a generally helpful tool a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So back at home, Peter is trying to talk to Mary Jane, who isn't responding to him. He gets really angry before he apologizes for lashing out. And on the news, we find out that the mayor has temporarily suspended the electoral process due to threats from terrorists against the web. And they're also working to remove all metal ornaments like church bells, crosses, and other things that I guess affect lasers. I have no idea what time of year this is supposed to be in. Like, if they had made it clear that it was like October, the whole suspending the election process would make a bit more sense. And then that would make the whole stuff where people aren't supposed to be wearing masks. Like, that would be so much better. I figure it was sometime around there only based off of the clothing that Jameson was wearing. But it also looks just cold and miserable in general. Yeah. 
and everyone's like bundled up. It like it's one of the things that they could have at least made mention to it being close to Halloween because that it's it needed more editorial oversight. I feel. Yeah. So, meanwhile, angry J. Jonah Jameson is back in town, and he's yelling at everything like a crazy person. And he wakes Peter up from his sex dream, because Jameson is now at his door, and he's only just come back into town, and Peter just closes the door on him, because he doesn't want to deal with Jameson's shit. And it turns out that Jameson had snuck Peter a package, and he gets to leaving, but he's getting angrier and angrier until he starts attacking a car... As Peter opens up the package, which has his old camera, and wrapped around it, the mask from his old Spider-Man costume, the uh, black mask. And the rain starts to approach Jameson because he was attacking property. So Peter comes out dressed only in the mask and like white boxers, which I question how clean those boxers would be because Peter's not living a clean life. No, he's not. And he flashes back to when he had fought the man who killed Uncle Ben and every aspect of his life where he didn't feel good about people having to rely on him. But when he uh, ends his flashback, the rain ends up getting defeated and Jameson wants Peter back to save the city and Peter just knocks him out with a single punch because he doesn't want to deal with Jameson shit. For good reason. Not well. Yes and no. Uh, Jameson. (sighs) (sighs) Excuse me. So Jameson goes back onto the street, selling illegal print copies of the Daily Bugle, announcing that Spider-Man is back, with help from Teen Newsboys. The mayor gets furious about this because. He's not supposed to be doing it, so they decide to release the web that night. And they end up getting people from the vault to hunt down Spider-Man because their base, Olympus Towers, was built on top of the vault prison. And the six members who they've selected are called the Sinner Six. Meanwhile, the mysterious girl gets assaulted by a rain officer, so another kid, Casey, invites her to a secret meeting. Meanwhile... Peter's trying to pack up so he can leave town, but Mary Jane doesn't want to also pack up. Casey and the mysterious girl end up going into a church where Jameson is preaching in front of a bell, warning of the dangers of a cage that's being built around them that's going to become solid, how they need to band together, how this bell will save them, and somehow they're able to hack into like all of the networks in New York City, including the giant TVs on the sides of buildings. Mm Mm-hmm cell phones, and ATMs, so everyone can see what they're broadcasting. And everyone is sort of, like, distracted by all of this, and the hypno-hustler, who still has his old-school boombox and hypno-tape, he tries to stop the rain soldiers from cracking down on people watching this, but the batteries run out and he gets murdered in the street. I did love that the hypno-hustler came back. Oh, yeah, no, no, that was when I was like, oh, man, this could actually be fun. And then it's like, oh, no, they just shoot the hypno-hustler within two pages. Yep. And he dead. So Peter doesn't want to leave without Mary Jane once again. And he finally looks at what she's looking out 
at into the streets and he sees all these people outside who are about to be attacked by the rain so he ends up whiting out and flashes back to when he was trying to help Mary Jane and he ends up getting like reborn and he emerges in his black suit cracking jokes and appearing fully for the first time in 30 years the rain tries to crack down on Jameson but the people are now united because one person is doing the right thing and that's when the Center Six show up, who are Electro, Craven, Scorpion, Sandman, Mysterio, and Hydro-Man, who doesn't show up here, which is really weird. Yeah. Because, uh, like, the Center Six end up kicking his ass, and then Doc Ock, who I thought was the last member, shows up. But no, it's just Doc Ock's corpse, who is now, like, his brain is preserved or his mind is preserved in the tentacles uh he ends up saving spider-man as the web gets launched and also this was the thing that didn't go anywhere too what because he's like oh i want my arms to like help you Mm -hmm. now spider-man but he never uses them well he does in a way Uh, but, Um, but the arms grab him and take him away yeah uh, now, so, that wasn't really... I, I thought, like, it was going to be, like, Spider-Man was going to control the Doc Ock arms. Oh, no. It's so attached to that corpse. No, well, I thought they were going to shed the corpse. I thought that was what was going to go down. Oh. That would have been cool. Yeah, but... I thought they were going to shed the corpse and be like, yo, use the arms wisely. Now, so the web gets launched. Jameson and the other protesters, except for the mysterious girl, get arrested. And Peter wakes up in a graveyard next to Mary Jane's grave, because it turns out that she was dead the entire time. (gasps) So, Jameson gets taken to the mayor's office. He tries to kill the mayor, but when he realizes that the mayor bleeds blood, it turns out that he is not the target that Jameson was looking for. So when he stabs the assistant, the assistant ends up bleeding black, because it turns out he is a symbiote. Oh, man. So, Doc Ock makes Peter wake up and shows that Mary Jane is actually dead. And it turned out that Peter had been out saving people when she finally died of cancer. And he's got regrets that he wasn't able to be there for her on her deathbed. Because she died because of fluids. Spider-Jizz, Spider-Jizz, giving ovarian cancer to MJ. What I loved was, uh... Let's see if I've actually got the uh, notes still on. Ah, yes. Here's the line. I did it. I was filled. I am filled with radioactive blood. And not just blood. Every fluid. Touching you. Touching me. Yeah, that's what it made me think. It's supposed to be like this deep and touching moment. It's like, well, she got killed at spider juice. Which people were like really mad about, but we discussed a little bit in last week's episode. There is precedent for it. Yes. It's still kind of dumb, but... Well, it's a dark future take, so I mean... It depends on how much mileage you want to give it, but I don't think it's easy to 
not laugh at that on a level. Yeah, it sounds but, it just sounds dumb. Most, but it does. It's not as dumb when you read it. Very much in the same way that Captain America being shot with the time bullet at the end of Civil War. Oh, time bullet was fantastic. Yeah, if you actually read the damn issue, it's it's actually really good. But when but, you explain uh, that to someone, hey, did you know that Captain America is not really dead? He just got shot with a time bullet. Yeah, the fucking sounds real dumb. I honestly thought it was a bit too dumb here, but I had, like, read all of this stuff. I had read about all this stuff before. I was going to say, but everyone knows about what Spider-Man Reign is, and it is Spider-Jizz. Most of the people do, yeah. But, uh, like, I had had a pretty good short discussion online where it was like, well, it, it sort of makes sense, because this is, like, a teenager's fear of getting superpowers taken to the natural conclusion where, like, he kills the woman who he loves by making love to her yep so there's good stuff the execution is just flawed yeah meanwhile the mysterious girl has casey her friend's mask and reflects on how he is gone because he dead and on the news it turns out that the web prevents anyone from entering or leaving the city the mayor realizes that he sort of fucked up because Venom, who was Sax's vice mayor, uh, gets ready to start eating people and calls in more symbiotes who start filling the streets. And the mysterious girl runs to the church to try and warn everyone, but the symbiotes follow. And when one of the rain officers wants to break off, he gets shot by another rain officer because yep. they've still got orders to protect. Peter ends up going into his wife's coffin. The mysterious girl hits the bell in the church. And realizes, oh, that's why Jameson said the bell would protect them. Because it hurts symbiotes. Well, no, but then that also, to me, made more sense than for why they were trying to get rid of all the crosses and bells yeah, and such. Yeah, it, like, that's a nice moment because it makes more sense then. And uh, that's when they decide to take back the city while wearing masks. And as they are banging the bell, carrying it through the streets... Peter comes out of his wife's grave dressed in the red and blue, ready to fight. He starts climbing up Olympus Tower, where the Sinner Six are waiting, while the civilians in the street are facing down the rain, with Sandman currently leading them. The rain ends up attacking, and it turns out that the mysterious girl is Susie Marco, Sandman's daughter, who can turn into cement. And as she gets attacked and gets pretty heavily wounded because it's a lot easier to break concrete than it is to break sand mm -hmm. uh, sandman like realizes oh this is bad and tries to save his daughter venom who is now able to think straight orders electro to electrify the building but he's in the room with hydro man who's revealed as last member of the center six so Peter throws Electro into Hydro Man, taking them out, because it is really stupid to have them in the same room. Oh, I agree. Uh, Peter faces Scorpion next, who has a fancy new costume, and Peter just kicks him out of the window. And Presumably he falls to his death. death. Oh, no, yeah. that man's dead. Uh, next, Peter sees Mary Jane, immediately realizes what is going on, and punches her out because he's like, oh, this is Mysterio shit. And Sandman is trying to help his daughter heal herself while fighting the symbiotes down in the street. And Craven is the last one waiting for Spider-Man. And they just start both ingesting hallucinogenic drugs. And Peter isn't really afraid of anything in his life. 
So he just charges at Craven, and Craven trips balls, and the last member of the center six are defeated. And I like how they... he spared Craven though. Yeah, Craven, he just used sixteen cartridges of webbing, and like put him in a giant ball. Well, it doesn't help him in the end. Oh, I mean that's true, but yeah, he he didn't know that's what he was going to do at that given moment. Well, and I guess you could argue that he thought that uh, the Scorpion might survive, because Scorpion does go into a short speech about how his new suit can protect him, and it's much stronger and stuff. Yeah, but they're also hundreds of floors up now. They're like 100 floors up. Maybe 30 floors up. I don't know. But still. They're yeah. hundreds of, they're like thousands of feet up in the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, no, if you if you look at the thing, I was just scrolling through it, it looks like he is totally dead. Well, Cuz you see uh, what you see what looks like really poorly drawn goo on the ground. As a result of the center six being knocked out, the symbiotes start climbing up the tower and Susie is dead, so Sandman heads up as well. Spider-Man confronts the giant Venom, the mayor runs away. And Venom starts to eat Jameson. Uh, the mayor, as he's running away, is confronted by Sandman, who we don't really see what happens to the mayor. I'm assuming he's dead. Yeah, because of what happens shortly after. Yeah. So Peter flashes back. Well, he also says, I can't make any promises when the mayor says, please don't hurt me. Yep. So Peter flashes back to Mary Jane, saying that she loves him because he does the right thing. And he starts fighting Venoms while still telling jokes, hoping that he can die and then see her in heaven. That's when Sandman shows up and gives Peter the detonator to the bombs that were placed into the center six so that they would work. And so Peter runs off and detonates the bomb, exploding Sandman and the building because you've got people all across that building. And all the symbiotes are also killed. Jameson well, you, you felt you didn't mention. Sandman also sacrifices himself so all the venoms eat him. Oh yes. So, and then they get exploded. And then they get exploded. So Jameson takes over the news again. Crime is on the rise once more, but superheroes and masked vigilantes are out there, saving the day. And that's the end of uh, Spider-Man: Reign. Which eh, okay. Yeah. I mean Hypno Hustler was great, but that's more Hypno Hustler being great and not Did you think the Venoms were gonna be who the surprise twist were? Not really. I thought it was gonna be Osborne, that's who I thought it was gonna Oh yeah, like Osborne doesn't show up at all. Maybe they were saving Osborne for the sequel. Yeah. Also, I'm trying to figure out just, like, how far in the future this is. Uh, 30 years. Oh, okay. Okay, then Peter just looks really terrible for his age. Mm-hmm. Well, like, Jameson sort of says, you look really bad. Oh, well, I mean, it's true, but... Just because I was, like, having a very hard time of, like, is... How is Jameson still alive? Hate. He's powered by hate. That's true. Nothing can keep that man down. And you know what can't 
us keep down? What? Trials of the Multiverse. That was weak. You stretched. You reached real hard, Luke. So let's put this on to the list. So our current dividing point is 182, which is... Jean Grey is actually in the Trial of the Phoenix. Old school episode. From like our second Exiles episode. I like that one more. Which one? Wait, sorry, which one? Uh, when the Exiles go and uh, the Trial of Jean Grey. Oh yeah, I like that more. So, is it better than Ghost Rider owning a fast food franchise? No. Is it better than the uh, President Tony Stark? Yeah. Uh, is it better than I Love She-Hulk? Yes. Uh, better than Ghost Rider Possessed a Grandpa? Yes. Better than She-Hulk Mob Enforcer for Weapon X? No. Okay. So our new number 197... Is Earth 7237 radioactive spider jizz? And uh, yeah, so that wraps us up for this week. We will be doing, well, we have a uh, Doctor Strange special that will get some time out next week. And then uh, Shannon is not going to be available to do the movie review, so we have a, another special guest host coming on to do the movie review oh man who is it luke it is uh it's it's a secret guest host and also they haven't 100 percent confirmed yet so oh man what's it called luke have you finished any more of luke cage nope oh well i started uh playing the wii u instead of the 360 so now i can catch up on those sorts of tv shows while playing video games. Nice. nice. I'm recreating Link's Awakening in Minecraft. Have you played Link's Awakening? Yeah, I love that. Oh, okay. I was once stuck on the same level for three years. Yeah, we've all had those Zelda moments. You had to kill three enemies in a certain order, but the game didn't tell you that? That Majora's Mask, that, that was mine. Yeah. I think it was... Significantly longer than three years. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so Doctor Strange stuff next week, and what is, what is our next episode going to be? I don't remember Steven right now. Strange. Oh, it is our election special. Oh, man. So look forward to that next week. Then the election stuff you. might finally be over. Hopefully. Unless the mayor suspends it. It's true. We'll see you next week. Oh, Multiverse Q is a weekly podcast. You can find out more about us at multiverseq.com. Uh, we are on Twitter, Stitcher, Libsyn, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, just, you know, look up Multiverse Q. If you enjoy the podcast, consider donating to our Patreon. Uh, as little as a dollar a month gets you a bunch of bonus content. 
Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me online at Fred Ofet. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at at Coltreg. That's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. We will see you later, cats. Peace. Peace.